0: I'm Josh Cooperman. This is Convo by Design. And we're talking about the amazing things that are happening in your bathroom. No, really. I sat down with Bob Gifford from Hastings Tile and Bath. We met at uh, the West Edge Design Fair in 2019 and had a nice long chat about marketing and business development in the industry. We also talked about their full body air dryer. Uh, they were promoting at the show. Ditch the towel. This mounts inside the shower. Such a simple thing, really. But consider this. How often do you wash your towels? It, it makes something so simple disappear, and it makes life easier. And that was pretty much the premise behind uh, new, now, and next in the bathroom. We're also going to talk to director of North America for Franz Wagner, uh, John Weinstein, This is a brand from Buenos Aires, and they too are doing some amazing things in the bath and the kitchen, and I wanted you to meet them if you're not familiar. So enjoy this episode of Convo by Design. We're talking about amazing and wonderful bathrooms, and we're talking about what's new, what's now, and what's next. Up first is from Hastings Tile and Bath. This is Bob Gifford. Convo by Design is presented by Walker Zenger a forward-acting brand that has built on the promise to provide designers and architects with the right materials to do their best work. That promise is fulfilled every day through a commitment to provide the best ceramic, glass, stone, porcelain, and concrete surfaces and finishes. This is a family business with over 65 years of global product discovery, sourcing, and manufacturing the finest products available. Walker Zanger believes strongly in serving the trade with a trade program to make the specifying process simple with the support you need. They also have been staunch supporters of the trade since 1952. Check out their collaborative line with designer Pieta Donovan, a collection of cement and ceramic tiles inspired by the patterns and colorways of the 1970s and created with a comfortable modernity. Please also make sure to join us for an interactive video series called The Showroom, where you can find some of the most innovative designers talking about their creations. This is just another example of how Walker Zanger is on the cutting edge of design, featuring products for every style and architectural feel you can create. Check out any of their showrooms across the country or shop online at walkerzanger.com. Why did you start doing this? How did you get into this?
1: Well, I got into this um, through architecture and design. I went to school for architecture, and um, once I graduated, I was looking for a different type of job, and I landed with Hastings as a designer of their shower tech systems, and that was 28 years ago, and I just kind of worked my way through the company, fell in love with the idea of product design and developing new ideas and new products and new colors and trends and, and so on. And the company's been in business since 1885. So it's a really long history company. Um, We started with architectural products such as uh, pavers, asphalt pavers around Central Park and so on. And then in the 1970s, we paved our way indoors with the uh, tile products, which led into the bath products. So it's been a a really wonderful career and a great company to work for.
0: I've always been fascinated by by companies with with that kind of history. Because I imagine that, that you as a creative yourself, you get to kind of draw from the history of the company and things that they've worked on, the good things, the bad things, the mistakes. Absolutely. Do you ever find anything that just totally surprised you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: We, we actually look for that. We're trying to find things that surprise us. We, we don't want to be the same old, same old. You don't want to lose where you came from, but you always have to be looking for a new direction to go to. Um, an example is that this show we're showing for the first time this year a full-body air dryer. So there's nothing like that in the world. It's the only one that exists. And it's something that we found in Europe, and we were really intrigued by it, and the idea of eliminating towels was so interesting to us because you can just inside your shower dry yourself off with air, hot air, and um, not have to waste all the towels and the energy that you see in hotels asking you to not use your towels or reuse your towels again. So it's a, it's a whole new segment of the market that we hope is gonna you know, take, take hold and we're gonna be a big part of it. You know, it's again reaching out and trying to set the trends the others follow, not following the trends.
0: Along those lines, there's always what's new, what's now, what's next, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sourcing. Constantly, right? Absolutely. You're constantly looking for, for products. You're constantly looking for new ideas. And I'm trying to put myself in your in your position. Because in the process of, of searching, you find some really great things on occasion. You find some really stupid things all the time. And sometimes you just find things that are so ridiculous that you know, like here in Southern California, because water is what it is, you could never use things that sometimes you find elsewhere sure. where that's not the same issue what's your what's your what's the measurement that you use what's the what's the frame of reference that you use when you're when you're looking to source
1: I don't think there really is one I think it's just what strikes you at the moment we've actually created products based on a dish that we had our dinner in at a restaurant because you just see something that you you're so intrigued by that shape and like that would be a great bathtub and you can just take that idea and turn it into something completely new. So inspiration is everywhere. Inspiration could be here in this room. It just depends on how it strikes you, whether it's a color or a style or a shape. Um, Just always looking for different things, things that just stand out to me, and then I can say, wow, how
0: can I repurpose that great concept or that great idea or that great color? Can you think of the last time that that happened or something, or maybe not the last time, but maybe something that was just so special to you that it just made an impact?
1: Well, we had a product that we developed called our Chelsea collection, which I actually named after my daughter. It's a complete collection that I designed in-house for the company and we had we brought to market. And um, that was something that was just inspired by um, shapes, you know, just a beautiful curvature shape and, and how we take that from a pedestal sink into a bathtub, into a faucet, into a shower collection. And we create a complete collection for the bathroom off of one design and one shape.
0: When you, when you were ideating, Through this, and you're thinking about creation and crafting. Obviously, you're thinking for end user. Do you think about the 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 trade? Do you think about designers? Do you think about uh, architects? Do you think about um, trying to serve both? Because what's really interesting is there seems to be this push-pull between the design community and the end user, where the end user, I think, nowadays is so so drawn to pinterest and instagram and social media and they want to see what's trendy. Yeah. Not what's trending, right? Or designers have a far better view. It's a it's a higher view, right? Yeah. They see more of the picture. It's like you like this right now, but you know, in 5 years it's going to be different. How do you how do you design? How do you craft for for both?
1: It's really difficult. I mean, the word timeless is thrown around all the time and it's, you know, it's one of those words that's way overused but it's important to develop something that is functional that's going to last a long time that has the quality to last a long time um, and I like to really think about every user so um, even here at this show there's a gentleman in a wheelchair here and he loves design but he's frustrated that you can't have beautiful design in ADA compliant products well we do that we think about that and we actually have a whole range of sinks that are wall hung that are design driven with side storage with faucets that mount in the front so you can access them from a wheelchair so you are bringing design to every aspect of the marketplace and every customer
0: when you come to a show like this what do you it's funny it's like the same kind of question that i ask designers when when they travel you know are they travelers or are they tourists or are they working right when you come to a show like this west edge is different to me it's it's not cabis right it's just it's different very really very different yeah and so when when you see the things you see can you can you be a traveler can you be a tourist can you be a looky loo can you can you be a design enthusiast or are you always working
1: i feel i'm more of an explorer because even when I'm traveling or I'm working, I'm always doing the same thing. I'm always looking at every object and every situation as a potential to bring that into a new design or a new concept, and always trying to recognize problems. You know, If you're, you're somewhere in a hotel and you're frustrated by something, how can we solve this problem? What can we do to, to rethink this procedure and how it's done? So it's, it's always exploring. It's always trying to make something new and better and bring a new idea to the market. You know, copies are thrown around all the time. Everybody's frustrated about copies. There's copies all over the place and copies can be flattering, copies can be frustrating, but the reality is they're irrelevant. All they are is somebody just not thinking outside of, you know, what their capabilities are. And by the time they're done copying what I'm doing, I'm on to the next thing. I found the next material, I found the next good idea, and uh, we're just moving forward.
0: It's interesting that you say that. Um, because I feel like all too often we talk about the ephemeral nature of, of design from the end user, right? From the homeowner because they see things so their kids will say, hey, mom, dad, isn't this cool? When it's not really practical, but that may be what the Kardashians have. So it, it's, it's interesting. This is, this is what social media has, has yeah. done and it's got to be very challenging. At the same time, if you're making quality products... If you're making good design it doesn't really matter because you're not designing for five years you're designing for 50 yeah right
1: absolutely Yeah.
0: okay so now here's the other thing the technology side of it here's what here's what I'm fascinated by when it comes to kitchen and bath or anything for that matter that is using water I kind of I kind of feel like water really is gonna be the the big differentiator in years to come, yeah. either there's not enough or there's too much. But either way, quality fresh water. That's why you know California has the restrictions. Is it tough or difficult for for a company like yours to to manage one set of restrictions in one area and have a completely different set of Guidelines for 99% of the remainder of the country.
1: Yeah, it's extremely frustrating and it's extremely difficult. And the reality is, when you put all these restrictions on, you take away luxury products. The new restrictions in California, with 1.2 gallons for flush on a toilet, has eliminated flush-down European toilets from the market. They will not work on it. Um, going down to 0.5 gallons in a faucet inside of a restaurant, it's really not intelligent or functional. And the reality is, these new toilet restrictions, people are just going to re- flush the toilet two or three times to do the job it would have done at 1.6 so you've created another problem by trying to make a solution they should be looking at other avenues it's not really fixing those products it's developing new products such as maybe using gray water in different ways having a home be able to recycle its own water from washing your dishes or doing your laundry cleaning it up and be able to use that to water your lawn or do other things inside the house and having separate wastewater they need to be looking at desalinization and taking water from the sea and turning it into stuff that can be used in your home those are better ways to solve the water problems than to put restrictions on people. The reality is you're selling to luxury customers. You're going to tell them they can't have more than 1.8 gallons of water in their shower. Well, when the inspector goes away, they're pulling the restrictor out. So now all of a sudden you have 8 gallons of water coming out of it instead of the 2.5 that you could have had if you had just the proper regulation there. Now, you know, so these are all things that become very, very difficult and sometimes just don't make sense when you see the rules.
0: So how does that, how does that play into how you think about designing new products
1: well it's really difficult with Vola one thing they've done is they try to develop technology where things function better on low flow so you can have a 1.8 gallon shower and still have it function by mixing water and air together Um, So those are things that you have to take into account. Electronic faucets are really great, and the new electronic faucets are not only just for commercial, but they can be used for residential because they can adjust temperature. Um, But then you have to have a circulating system in your home, so you have to have the water constantly circulating, which a lot of buildings do and hotels do and so on. Um, So there's more challenges that are developed. When you're trying to fix one problem, you're creating another problem. But it's always got to be thought about. You always have to consider these things.
0: Shows like West Edge are great. Um, shows like Kbiz, fantastic. Um, in, in a way, it was so interesting because I, I went to Kbiz last year, and um, you know, between Kbiz and IBS, you've got four square miles. It was large. Yeah. It's big. There's no way to see everything or to fully engage with pretty much anything. Yeah. You got to you got to pick your battles, right? That being said the design community, I really do believe that the design community, your designers, your architects are the ones driving the, the trending. And it's funny because I clarify very specifically between trendy and trending. Trendy is, is bad. Trending is good or bad. You don't really know yet until Mm -hmm. it susses itself out, right? How do you engage with the sales side of the business how do you engage with the trade side of the business how do you how do you get their input how do you make them aware because it's a, it's a tougher environment shows like this are great but they're few and far between yeah. How else do you engage?
1: I think it's really important to go see your customers and see the architects. So we actually developed a CEU um, that's a really important continuing education credit. And it av- allows us to get into architectural firms and give them the talk to explain a little bit about the Danish design history and the technology and faucets and, and modern design. Um, but it also allows us to have a good conversation about what their needs are and what's missing in the marketplace and just things that they want to bring to the table. It's important to go and see them. They're not always going to come to you. You have to go find them. I mean, social media is great, but it's a one-sided message. Uh, a lot of people just see what they see there and then move on to the next thing. So it's, it's a challenge for sure. Uh, we don't do a lot of paper advertising anymore, um, but you know, we do some more online type of things. Websites I think are becoming more and more important as we all know. So we're working on a new website right now to actually develop that and make it more user-friendly.
0: What would make it easier? You know, considering that, that a, lot of, a lot of people in design media actually do listen to the podcast what would make it easier for you to get the word out for you to engage for you to for you to do what you do
1: no I'm not sure I'm not sure I have an answer for that one Um, you know these trade shows are really good but again they they move too fast you don't get to see everybody
0: yeah and Um, and by the way I I don't mean to put you on the spot Um, it's just coming from genuine curiosity because it seems like one of those things that's a real challenge
1: yeah, oh, it's it, it a is. bona fide challenge. Yeah, and we were lucky enough to have our own showroom in New York in the A and D building, so we do do events there, and we have events there. It's more of a social gathering. You know, you have wine, cheese, and people could spend time in the showroom. So you, you have good conversation there, but it, it's it's difficult. It's definitely a challenge.
0: Well, listen, this was great. I hope you did. You see anything at the show this year that that caught your eye that you're... I
1: really haven't had a chance to walk the entire show, so I've been kind of stuck in my own little space there, but I'm real excited about our full body dryer.
0: (laughs) So, you know, back to that a minute. Thank you for reminding me. Explain this to me.
1: So it's a real interesting piece. It has 27 air jets. So when you walk underneath it, the sensor comes on. It, it, It allows you to know that you're there. And then the jets come on, and it blows you dry inside your shower. So it can be in a water environment. can get completely wet inside the shower. And it allows you to stay in your warm environment of your shower, dry yourself, and then leave. You could also use it in a spa or as a uh, pre-cool down after workout. After workout, it can cool, cool air to cool you down. Um, you can use it outside of a pool. So many different applications for it.
0: That is so cool. Now, can you, can you retrofit this to an, an existing...
1: It can mount anywhere. It just needs 220 volts of power. So you mount it inside your shower. It just has four mounting locations and you just run the power to it really easy to install.
0: Okay, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, please come check it out. Super. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to check it out, but also so I okay, I got a totally stupid question for you. Okay. And does this does that mean that there are other applications potentially for this a a sunscreen application a a tanning I, I mean i get it it's a totally stupid question but considering yeah. that, that those are industries yeah. i'm just curious
1: i think the biggest thing that we have to target here is hospitality because when you go to any hotel you see the signs there say please reuse your towel don't leave it on the floor people are worried about picking up hurting their back washing towels using the energy to wash the towels the water to wash the towels this can eliminate a lot of that by taking away the towel and just drying by air
0: so, okay, so that's that's the application. Do, yeah. you, do you see this in, in wide residential use?
1: I do. I see it in residential. I see it in a lot of commercial. I see it in spas, in gyms, again, um, like outside pools and so on. I think there's a lot of applications
0: for it. I don't think it's locked into one
1: box. There's many different ways of using it.
0: And that really is one of those things that you can do. You've got energy usage on one side, but if it takes away all the water yeah. usage for the washing towels, I mean, I, I think that that's really interesting. If you go to Las Vegas, the amount of towels that they launder on a on a regular basis is ridiculous yeah
1: and this can eliminate a really good percentage of that really good percentage of it and the power that it draws is really no more than using a hairdryer so the reality is your whole family could use this to dry you off every day and not use as much power as one load of laundry
0: and what's the what's the time amount of time that it takes about Um,
1: a minute minute and a half to dry yourself off in the shower
0: interesting yeah I'm going to go check that out.
1: Yeah, it's a really great product.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to go check. It, how, when was it created? How long has it been? Um, it's out? been in the
1: market in Europe for two to three years now, but we just got all the U.S. code approvals recently, and this is our first introduction to it in the marketplace, first time we're showing it, and we'll have it featured at a couple of the trade shows later on in the year and next year.
0: Okay, yeah. very cool. I'm going to check it out. All right, super, thank you. Yeah, Bob, thanks for the time.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So at a time when cleanliness is of premium concern, In an era where water conservation is both important and a remarkable source of financial savings, this is something that can be installed in the shower, by the pool, and you can eliminate the towel completely. Such a simple idea, right? So Bob and I met again a day later uh, after we recorded this interview, and I I wanted to see it for myself. Uh, So we met in front of their full body dryer to see how it works. This is what I found. And I love this too it's gonna keep going off while we stand here right
1: yeah as soon as i get under that sensor it'll turn off all right
0: so this is the best so bob and i were talking about the whole body whole body dryer is that, is full, that body dryer. full body dryer all right love this thing in the shower and go ahead hit it so it
1: can be done inside the shower you can have it in there with you so your nice warm
0: shower you're done you just stand
1: underneath it and you have the 27 jets come on the 27 jets will blow you dry with about a minute minute and a half inside the shower and then you can also use this outdoors by a pool, or by a spa. It's completely water resistant. It saves just a tremendous amount of towels. You can actually eliminate towels in the home if you wish to.
0: And, and the temperature, this is cool,
1: this is not hot. We have both. We have a hot setting, and a cool setting, and a warm setting. So if you want to do an after workout cool down, it has a cool setting for it. If you want it hot inside your shower, you can have it hot. This is so yeah. cool. So the sensor adjustment, so when you're under it, it'll stay on. Okay. As soon as you walk away from it, it'll turn off. If you wanted to manually override it you could and it also has a speed control for the fan as well as the temperature control. This is
0: awesome. Yeah. I like this.
1: I think for hospitality, the amount of towels that could be saved by yeah. using this in hotels and so on is tremendous.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I was also looking at the other stuff. So we've, you know, we've got the mirror with the underlighting and the overlighting, which is very cool. We've got the the in what's it, in-wall garbage yeah, can. Yeah,
1: it's an in-wall garbage can by Bola. It's hidden inside your wall, so all you have to do is lean up against it, it opens up and it hides all your garbage inside the wall.
0: See, this is so cool. So yesterday, um, you and I, this is Bob, we were talking about all of the products that you spec from Europe. You, you go out and you find them. I can't get over this thing. It's great. The, the products know. from Europe that you go out and find, and you bring them here, and you see who's interested in what. Has this been popular today?
1: Yeah, this has been really popular today. It's actually one of the most popular things we've had here today has been the air dryer. People have just been really stunned that something like this exists in the marketplace today.
0: I believe it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Okay, so it's been a day that I told you I was going to come back because I had to see this thing. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I love Thank it. Thank
1: you for coming back. I really appreciate it. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Bob. It was amazing so next up is director of north america for franz Wagner, john weinstein the brand from buenos aires is crafting some seriously amazing plumbing fixtures and products and uh i think you're gonna love it check this out from john weinstein of franz wegener for those not familiar with the product tell me about the company tell me about the product and tell me about the line that you're here with
2: so we are franz Wegener is a prime manufacturer This is a young boutique brand that was crafted for North America and it addresses a lot of uh, elements that um, we've seen in the industry and throughout the faucet industry that needed to be addressed. And we, besides the beautiful uh, proportions, the fantastic plating and finishing, we have certain unique features to the product such as filtration screens, Uh, on the supply lines, the way it fastens to the deck, but above the counter and what you see is really second to none in the industry. Um, Our parent company is located in Buenos Aires and is a very large company. This is the boutique brand of that company. And unlike other faucet fabricators or assemblers, we actually manufacture the brass. Everything is done in one facility, it's almost a million square feet with 1,400 employees. We manufacture the brass, the components. We do all of our own finishing in a state-of-the-art finishing facility, and then we stock everything in Chicago.
0: I love the collection, it's, I'm, and it's funny, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm looking at all of these different metals, and I, and I love the selection, and I love the finishes, and I, I love that on some of the handles, you've got that, that tactile grip to it and others they're just sleek and unique. You've you've got unique different types of um, they're structured differently. Who does the art design on your pieces?
2: Yeah. So our chief designer and the creator of the brand is Joseph Moskovic and Joseph has a long history in the plumbing industry and he was a dealer for many of the luxury brands in North America and From what he saw, taking elements the best of the best and looking at different uh, hardware components out in the world whether it was elements on a window frame or a door handle or just all different architectural elements. um, From that, he would assess what's needed and create a new design. And the attention to detail the proportions, again, of everything, um, you know, was was paramount to him. And like you said, the tactile feel is very important, and that comes across now in our new uh, knurled finish product where we have different types of knurlings and you can feel it and, you know, you have that, that tactile sense, you know, this is uh, an example, so.
0: Yeah, and I love that too, because clearly it was by design. Because I feel like, especially in the bathroom, I mean, look—it's wet surfaces on metal. Right. Some might say, "Well, you don't need that type of precision with a faucet." But you know what? Why not?
2: Right. Why not have that kind of? It's precision? bathroom jewelry. There's certain elements that we do that um, in the manufacturing where our competitors may take a, a design and cast and cast a piece and then they take it out of the casting and try and chisel away and make create the detail. We would rather take that detail, machine a component, and attach it to another part to get that crisp, jewelry-like detail, you know, rather than, you know, it comes down to like, if you looked at a filigree wedding ring, for example, it would be a perfect example. You know, there's certain, you in order to get that that, that zing out of it that you know to be able to look at something and say wow that is really something you know it takes craft craftsmanship and um are the owners of the company come from germany they're a hundred years in the business of making brassware and they're in Argentina where they have the passion of the Latin craftsmen there the hands-on craftsmanship and we're not using robotics this is all done by hand and but yet it's run by an enormous German family (laughs) and all that engineering detail coupled with the, the the Latin passion for hand craftsmanship is a great amalgam of design and what ends up being our beautiful
0: pieces. We're at, we're at West Edge. What, is, what does a show like this do for you? What do, you? what do you get from being at a show like this? So the, the
2: importance of this show really, because we're still a young brand and we're trying to you know, show this, you have to see it. And it's one of the reasons also we don't sell online, is that you've got to see it, you have to touch it. We love interacting with the design community, the builders, architects, who really can appreciate this and be able to connect them with our dealer base, you know, here in the area. And so for that, it's super important.
0: How many other shows do you do around the country?
2: We do very few, really. We do the ICFF show in New York and uh, some uh, association and trade buying group shows. But uh, so not really very many at all, you know, maybe five in a year. Um, So this is one that's important to us here at West Edge because it's really unique. It's special in that it's very design-oriented. You know, the other shows might cater to, to a different or a broader audience, but this is very focused. I like that here.
0: Thank you, Bob. Thank you, John. This is exactly what I was hoping for. What's new? What's now? What's next? Ways to make your bathroom simple, efficient and like going to the spa especially at a time when you can't necessarily go to the spa actually you can't go to the spa at all right now right so thank you and thank you walker zanger for your continued support of convo by design thank you for listening downloading and subscribing to the podcast join in the conversation follow along at convo by design.com and convo by design with an x on instagram be well and until next week keep creating (sighs)